Welcome to day one of searching for the question live. Yesterday we had day zero and uh, we had quite a few quirks. This is day one. Will there be additional ones, same ones, different ones? I think that it is very important to experiment and to accept that exactly because the speed of change in the tools that we use and that we want to use is increasing, it is quite hard to know them very deeply. And as a consequence, there will be hiccups. So that is what I want to talk to you about today on day one, tools and experiments. We go live every day at 7 p.m. CT, which this week is 2 p.m. Eastern time in the United States, 11 a.m. Pacific time on the West Coast. And I invite you to uh, join me in order to interact. You can do it on all the platforms where we are live, on YouTube, on Twitter, on Facebook, both on my personal account, as well as on my official page, searching for the question. As more platforms become available, we will be also connecting to them, hopefully in the near future via um, Instagram, for example. Today, we are going to look at uh, the various uh, software platforms that I am using for setting up this live stream. The rhythm of these uh, events is, for me, pretty frantic. Previously, I was uh, producing uh, a weekly show called The Context, which is still uh, ongoing, but uh, comparing going live for an hour or less as I'm doing today and that I did yesterday with producing a half an hour segment once a week is very different. Another important difference is that up to a few weeks ago, I could count on the availability of my team. Mauro, Emil, Graciela, and others would help uh, putting together the context. And uh, I could uh, count on their professionality, on their creativity, on their dedication. Now, they are still around doing their things, but uh, I am physically alone in my study, in my studio. And uh, the fact that I am uh, not necessarily up to speed on everything is demonstrated by uh, me having to re-record the episode of the context that is coming out on a Sunday because the first attempt was completely out of focus. As I uploaded the five gigabyte file for Emil to edit, he told me that uh, it's no good 
So I had to re-record it completely. And I am not using a teleprompter. So take one of uh, the context is quite different from take two. Uh, we have both the recordings and uh, I actually transcribe the, um, the, the, the recordings uh, in, in real time. It is one of uh, uh, the platforms that we are going to uh, talk about, uh, even though I didn't prepare exactly the ability to stream the screen, I am just showing you the, the, the screen directly towards the camera. This uh, app that uh, Google recently released is quite amazing because it enables you to transcribe what you say completely free. And not only it will recognize your speech, but it will also interpret grammatically what you are saying semantically, inserting periods, restarting the sentence, inserting new paragraphs and things like that. It is extremely useful to produce a very rough uh, transcription that uh, you can work on later. So anyway, that's uh, uh, the reality. Uh, we have to adapt and we have to take advantage of uh, the tools that indeed make things very, if not easy, very much possible. As long as you are ready to get your hands dirty and you are ready to face the unavoidable mistakes uh, that uh, you will be making. Um, I wanted to prepare, for example, for today, a smooth start uh, of uh, our event. That is why I uh, uh, created a, uh, a slide and I started sharing my screen uh, rather than my video. And I shared the proportion of my screen. This is what you see now. And I made two mistakes. One, I left the video up so you could see it on the upper corner of your uh, screen. And, and I, I wasn't supposed to show that. I was supposed to show just uh, the, the empty slide. And the second mistake I made is that I forgot that uh, the, uh, the, the, the system is set up so that when the stream starts, it redirects to uh, my YouTube channel homepage, where there is a featured video auto-playing. And so um, you could hear that as the stream started in the background, and I had to jump there, stop it, and then pretend that everything was uh, fine and, uh, and, and start uh, the, uh, the show today. That's fine. Um, when you build a, a rocket and you sit on top of it and it takes off, you have a thousand ways it can go wrong. That is what countdowns are for. They start days before the launch with thousands of items to check and double and treble check. And just as it happened with SpaceX a week ago, if there is anything 
up to the last second, which was the case literally for SpaceX, one thing doesn't check out, you will stop the countdown. And that is because whether we are talking about a sw swarm of satellites, I need a bit of uh, this just the quite cold. Whether you are launching a swarm of satellites and you don't want to blow them up, or actually there are humans uh, sitting uh, on the rocket, uh, the uh, ways that rockets fail is unavoidably catastrophic. And, and yes, we are trying to build uh, additional uh, tools and systems to uh, make sure that the failure mode is uh, not uh, really something that kills people. But uh, we, we uh, not uh, always succeed. Now, you want to try things where you know you will make uh, mistakes that don't kill you. And uh, luckily, <laughs> at least uh, in my case, the things that we are going to illustrate uh, in terms of software and hardware tools, um, if you make a mistake, you are not going to die. So I want to thank uh, Mikhail and uh, Philip and uh, Marco, who are saying hello from Greece and New York and Paris. And, and let me reply to them that uh, it is wonderful to see you. Let me show you actually what I'm doing here uh, because I think it's cool. So uh, part of the platform that I'm using uh, is um, a unified chat system. And so I can see uh, the various uh, platforms that I'm streaming to simultaneously YouTube, uh, Facebook, both on the official page and the personal account, as well as Twitter via their uh, Periscope uh, service. And uh, in a unified interface, rather than going crazy switching from window to window, I can read and reply. Thanks for coming to watch. Send questions. and suggestions. Smiley. Now, mind you, this is the very first time I'm using this chat software. Will it work? I think so. Perfectly, maybe not. But um, that is the way we are experimenting and learning. So let me uh, show you what I want uh, to, to talk about today as we talk about tools and experiments. I want to talk about what are the tools that I'm using for the live streaming. And then there will be additional episodes of this specific type of, of uh, segment, talking about uh, the hardware tools, uh, what are the, the types of microphones, the cameras, uh, and, and everything else, the lights, uh, and so on. And then we will uh, talk about how to apply these tools 
to um, a business meeting, to an online conference, and I will absolutely welcome your input, not only your questions, but also corrections to the things that I'm saying that don't make sense uh, to uh, everything that uh, I am doing, also enhancing it with, uh, with what you believe uh, should uh, be heard and, and seen by uh, other fellow participants and, and creators of uh, this show. Um, the basic set of uh, tools that uh, uh, I am, uh, I am um, uh, working with uh, is the set of tools that, that really uh, as, as is the, the war chest uh, of, uh, well, you cannot even say a digital road warrior. We are not on the road uh, these days, uh, but... Uh, Many of us are, are using these tools. Zoom is a video conferencing system that is uh, extremely rich in features and, and characteristics. Uh, it has become quite popular uh, over the course of the past, uh, I would say, couple of years, and now uh, is, is really becoming, uh, um, a, it, it, is, it is able to uh, be useful in many different uh, ways. Uh, until uh, just a few days ago, I didn't realize you could do live streaming uh, using Zoom. The platform that uh, enables me to provide the live stream across several different uh, um, destinations is called uh, Restream. And uh, Restream can uh, open and, and send data to many, many different uh, uh, destinations, even though I am currently just using it with, uh, with three. And then, of course, many of us, if not all of us, use YouTube or Facebook, where uh, we can have uh, various channels, upload videos, but uh, also stream live as I'm doing right now. So let's look at uh, each of these at a certain level of detail, and then uh, we, can, we can go back. I want to remind you that um, searching for the question live goes live daily, uh, and day one is followed by day two, surprise, that is on a different theme. It's about my experience with COVID here in first person at the epicenter of the uh, pandemic. And I will be sharing and learning from you and with you. Uh, and I will invite others to, to take part uh, in this as well. And then day three, is going to be dedicated to jolting and exponential technologies, the increasing rate of acceleration in the technological world around us, things like artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and how the consequences of these unavoidable changes are leading towards decentralization. And the consequence of that in a profound 
socio-economic phase transformation being what I call network society. Uh, also, I want to remind you that if you enjoy these um, pieces of content, as well as the weekly episode of The Context that I invite you to check out, you are welcome to become a supporter or on Patreon. There is a default amount of $5 a month, but you are welcome to pick any amount less or more of that. And I will be introducing tiers that formalize what are the perks, but what are the benefits of uh, those who want interactively to work with me and receive value from this uh, interaction? How are we going to structure that uh, going forward? So let's go and look at uh, Zoom. Uh, Zoom, which uh, is um, quite uh, uh, interesting uh, piece of software. Uh, it is uh, clunky, in my opinion, and uh, uh, the, the makers of Zoom will uh, definitely disagree with me. Uh, but uh, it is a piece of software that has been able to deliver what probably is the most important uh, characteristic of a video conferencing uh, platform reliability, adaptability, flexibility, both in its video and audio connections. In, if you go to uh, zoom.us, uh, you can uh, sign up for a free account. And basically everything that you are seeing here um, is, free. Uh, there's nothing that uh, I am showing you that uh, uh, is not available in the in the free accounts. I happen to have um, uh, upgraded uh, my account to a paid version that gives me, uh, for example, the ability to have meetings that are longer than 40 minutes and, and other things. Um, you are noticing maybe in the bottom corner of uh, the video window, a uh, watermark. And uh, I looked around and, and um, asked myself whether I could uh, either substitute or eliminate the watermark. Well, that is quite steep. Um, it is um, $15 um, a month to have a paid account uh, if you pay yearly and uh, $19 a month if uh, you pay monthly, at least uh, today and who knows tomorrow. But if you want to get away with the, uh, uh, with the uh, watermark, uh, you have to pay in a business license at least 10 simultaneous hosts. So $150 per month, which of course is very much um, available and also reasonable for a business. But uh, as far as I am concerned, I am too cheap for the moment and uh, didn't decide that uh, I should uh, deny Zoom uh, the uh, branding opportunity. Uh, so I guess uh, I should thank them for sponsoring my channel, right? That is 
the way I could uh, mentally flip uh, this uh, little watermark uh, that is uh, hanging in the in the corner. Now, one um, very well hidden um, feature of uh, of Zoom uh, is the um, the uh, ability to to stream, as I as I mentioned, and um, it is hard to to stream the Zoom software itself uh, because it um, hides when you share your screen, and uh, as a consequence, you have to do some screen captures. So when you open uh, a Zoom conference, you can enable or disable your uh, audio, your video camera, and so on. And uh, if you are on your computer, like I am right now, rather than on the phone, on the right side of your toolbar, uh, there is um, a classical interface component of additional things, these uh, three dots uh, that we are accustomed to see in many places. And if you click on them, you see the possibility of going live on Facebook, on Facebook uh, Workplace by, by Facebook, which is uh, a separate but identical version of Facebook for uh, businesses, on YouTube, or on a custom live uh, streaming service. And this is what uh, you would be using for uh, the type of streaming that I am doing that rather than just directing your live stream to one uh, service alone, covers all of them together. Now, mind you, if you want to uh, go live um, on uh, YouTube or, or Facebook, you don't need neither Zoom nor anything else that, uh, that I'm uh, showing you. You just hit uh, the, the live button uh, on uh, uh, on um, your uh, phone, and uh, I can't uh, show you because the camera favors my books to be uh, to be um, in focus rather than my phone. But the point is that uh, you can go live uh, right away uh, with your phone and just uh, tell your story to the world. Uh, I have uh, many friends who, who do that, and I was always uh, curious, and here I am, I'm doing it too now. Of course, you have to have something to say, and uh, sharing your experiences, sharing your knowledge is a great way to start. Um, you can also share your opinions. Uh, you can uh, try to be a comedian or sing or act. Uh, there are fantastic and extremely popular um, YouTube live channels of people studying. For hours and hours and hours, uh, they are just uh, studying and not talking to their uh, listeners or the people participating, not interacting. Maybe there is a little bit of uh, uh, chill-out music in the background. Millions of viewers. 
amazing and, and, and pretty incredible. My daughter is in Korea, in, in Seoul, and uh, we will have Jordana as a guest uh, on the show. I already um, alerted her, and so she will be able to tell us um, about this because uh, in Korea, these channels are very popular. So back to the type of live streaming that I am using and the software components that I am using. The reason I am using Zoom is not because it is necessary, but because of the rich features that, uh, that it offers. So um, I couldn't have easily somebody enter as a guest in many other platforms. Here, um, it is enough uh, for me to give out a URL and people can enter. Um, originally, I thought you could only do that with uh, the app that uh, you downloaded on your computer or on your phone. But just a few days ago, I discovered that uh, you can join with the browser uh, without downloading a separate app, which is also very good and, and, and very cool. Now, the other um, component of my setup that I mentioned and I want to show you uh, briefly is uh, Restream.io. And Restream uh, is uh, uh, very um, interesting because it allows you uh, to have uh, multiple services receiving your audio and video data at the same time. And um, amazingly enough, uh, this is free as well. Uh, what we are seeing now is the dashboard that uh, will, of course, display the classical escape to infinity effect uh, as uh, one by one the windows are showing not only the uh, data here on the left, but also the screen itself on the right. And this may confuse you, uh, but um, try and, and, and not be sucked into the uh, infinitely diminishing, uh, iterating, self-referential nature of, of that part of the screen. Um, if uh, I want to add uh, uh, channels on top of the ones that I already um, defined, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook page and Facebook account, there is an enormous amount uh, to, to choose from. Many are gaming related uh, where live streaming is, is extremely popular. Uh, and uh, some are business related, uh, like LinkedIn, for example. I would be also streaming on LinkedIn, uh, but uh, the LinkedIn video streaming is still in beta. And I sent uh, a request uh, to be um, enabled for my account on that. And I haven't heard back uh, from LinkedIn yet, hopefully soon. Uh, Kakao. Uh, is uh, very popular in um, Korea, 
VK stands for Vikontakte, is a Russian service. And Daily Motion is popular in France, if I'm not mistaken. And as you can see, many, many others. Now, the, the free account of uh, Restream limits you to, I think, uh, three at the same time. Uh, and I'm on a paid uh, tier in order to be able and do um, other things as well as uh, to be able and uh, add uh, multiple accounts. And each, when you, when you connect them, uh, asks for, um, to be to be authorized, of course, and uh, the connection uh, is uh, persistent, so you don't have to set it up every day. Depending on the rhythm of your live streaming uh, intentions, of course. In my case, I come back the day later, and it still works. Uh, now. It does and it doesn't uh, because uh, yesterday Facebook uh, didn't work. So uh, day zero of uh, searching for the question live is, is uh, only on YouTube and, and uh, Twitter. But um, hopefully today it, it does and it did work. You are able to set uh, the title uh, of uh, your show as well, either um, service per service or uh, one for all. And once again, this is not uh, applicable to us or to me, but uh, you can also say what game you are streaming um, in order to better target your audience who would be interested in uh, one of these rather than the other and, and so on quite a few games um, that, that you may stream for your fans and, and followers to check out. Um, Discord, uh, which is a popular chat uh, system, is also an indication of the gaming uh, uh, origin uh, or eSport origin of uh, Restream.io. Um, it's interesting that Discord uh, is now becoming popular also in uh, remote uh, teams uh, that use it as an alternative, for example, to Slack uh, in order to coordinate uh, their activities in a close to synchronous manner, uh, a la WhatsApp, um, and um, contrary to how email, for example, typically works. So the Working of uh, Restream is, uh, is really very easy. And um, here there is also some, uh, some branding. When you start your stream, Restream announces that uh, you are using their platform for, for, uh, for streaming. And that's fine. I think that uh, it is uh, okay to be uh, promoting unwittingly or, or in a manner that uh, is expensive to stop uh, these, uh, these services. As a matter of fact, I discovered it uh, that way too. Uh, I would see somebody going live with the little announcement, restreaming uh, via 
um, via Restream.io. The um, ability uh, to realize that these services are uh, useful and uh, to, to make uh, use of them is uh, quite important. And uh, that is how I discovered uh, Zoom too. Uh, I, I was using uh, another service for my conference calls, um, quite nice, uh, but uh, it didn't support video and I wanted video and I didn't want to go with uh, uh, Skype, right? Uh, we used to use Skype, we used to love Skype and um, maybe Skype will become cool again, uh, but uh, for uh, a long time Skype's quality uh, was not uh, up to my expectations. And so I, I left it and I started using other things. Um, as far as audio conferencing, I was using uh, Uber Conference, which is uh, a nice and uh, functional platform. I loved uh, their custom um, weight song. Uh, if you are in a conference that hasn't started, rather than feeding you some lame um, rendering of a classical piece of music, they, um, they paid an artist to compose and to perform a song talking about how painful it is to be on a conference call when nobody is there. And uh, it is pretty hilarious, uh, certainly for the first five, 10, 20 times that I heard it, it made waiting uh, less painful than it became equally painful anyway. So I didn't abandon Uber conference because it uh, wasn't a good service, very simply because I wanted video as well. And uh, that is what, uh, Zoom provided. Other platforms that I looked at and, and didn't want to use are things like uh, GoToMeeting, uh, and, um, and there are really a lot. But um, today, as far as I'm concerned, uh, the best is, is, uh, is Zoom. Let me take a look uh, at uh, the uh, chat here. Uh, more people from uh, South America, Flavio, and uh, uh, Mikhail is saying, I'd also like to see a session devoted to cryptocurrencies and financial markets in general. Absolutely. And uh, it, will be, it will be coming for, for sure. Uh, Michael is also saying, I'm recently using Zoom to share my screen with other colleagues. I think Skype business and Microsoft Teams is better in terms of functionality. Um, I will be happy to, to learn uh, about that uh, from you, Michael, uh, or Mikhail, maybe uh, more. Uh, thanks for input. Both for uh, the, uh, the question of uh, uh, what uh, topics to, uh, to cover, as, as well as for uh, the um, suggestion that uh, Microsoft Teams uh, has uh, good uh, good functionality. It's it's uh, funny and a little ridiculous that uh, I perceive Microsoft as lock-in and proprietary 
and not necessarily Google, which obviously it is the same, or Zoom itself. Why don't I think that, uh, that Zoom would be uh, uh, proprietary? And I was um, taken aback uh, a little bit because as I was researching uh, what I wanted to say during this episode, I uh, looked at RTMP, the real-time messaging protocol, which is the uh, technical mechanism that allows uh, the various systems to talk to each other as they send audio and video data. And I thought it was an open standard, but it turns out it is a very much proprietary solution owned by Adobe that is uh, using uh, its um, uh, patents to litigate if uh, it perceives that someone is uh, using the protocol in ways that they don't want to happen, which is the very definition of uh, what is a non-open system. So that is, that is definitely not good. Um, whether we are talking about Twitter, uh, or we are talking about uh, uh, YouTube or Facebook. Uh, these are today all systems that are horribly closed. And uh, you may not uh, agree with me about how closed they are or how horrible their being closed is. But um, why shouldn't it be possible to just embed a live stream the way that uh, we embed an image. Did you notice that when you share a YouTube link on Facebook, it doesn't autoplay? If you set to enable Facebook to autoplay its own videos, you may opt to want that functionality to extend to YouTube videos that are in your news feed, whose links have been posted by others. And certainly this would be technically possible, but Facebook chooses to artificially degrade the experience of outside links so that you are incentivized to post native content. And now we are at a point where we upload content multiple times. Uh, a lot of uh, content managers or social media managers, rather than being able to write once and, and post everywhere or uh, to embed as it should be possible under open standards, have to manually repost from one to another, or even using products that are aiming at uh, making this work easier, they realize that things have to be rewritten. Uh, there are some natural differences, like Instagram wants square photos. So it is not surprising that if you post uh, a portrait 
photo or a landscape photo rather than square, it is not going to work. But why shouldn't be it possible to at tag somebody across multiple platforms? Yeah, if I have a different and separate identity from one to another, that's fine. But I am David Orban everywhere. And I would appreciate offering the functionality to others who want to tag me to be able to do so once and for all. But the mechanism is different at each platform, whether it is LinkedIn, Facebook, or Twitter, or, or, or so on. And, and this is not technically necessary. This is done on purpose in order to create walled gardens to embrace and accrue value only uh, to that particular platform, damaging everybody in the process. Now, we will talk about it a lot. Uh, um, we will talk about not only what is the status, but what should happen in order to uh, move the world in the, in the right direction, in the direction that we uh, really want to go. So uh, I am going to be uh, closing uh, this uh, uh, day two of uh, searching for the question live soon. And uh, I want to thank you for, for following and for sending me your, your questions. Um, just to show you that as well, briefly, your questions uh, appear to me uh, here in this uh, separate window. And uh, as you can see, I am, I am happy uh, for them and, and was happy to answer them. Uh, and um, I am going to repeat that uh, after day one tomorrow, I will be talking uh, about uh, COVID-19, my first person experience here in Bergamo at the epicenter of the worldwide pandemic in Italy. Um, it is not going to be a fun um, hour, but I think it is going to be necessary. Um, a couple of days ago, I uh, gave an interview to Baratunde Tornston, um, a Brooklyn-based uh, um, author, uh, speaker, journalist, uh, who is also very funny and, and very smart. And he just uh, started uh, uh, live on lockdown. Uh, his uh, own um, way of looking at uh, how uh, the coronavirus is impacting New York. And uh, I came on his show and uh, told him my experience. He edited it, put it online, and uh, now this uh, picked it up. Uh, now this uh, has uh, about uh, 14 million uh, likes on Facebook. And uh, the, the video they produced uh, using the interview uh, between Bartunda and myself um, clearly highlights how important it is to learn from Italy's experience so that other countries 
that are on the same exponential trajectory, just a few days shifted so that their cases haven't exploded yet. And, and, and how can those countries avoid some of the really uh, crazy components of, of the situation as it is uh, in, in Italy? So that is what is going to be um, tomorrow. And uh, uh, the day after, uh, we will be talking about uh, all kinds of technologies. I call jolting technologies those who are more than exponential. An exponential technology has a constant acceleration. For example, Moore's law that says that electronic circuits should see their component parts doubling in, uh, in, in number for an equal area, i.e. their uh, size goes uh, down every couple of years or so. It is a self-fulfilling uh, prophecy where engineers all over the world work uh, to make it happen. And they have been able to do so for 50 years and more. But there are technologies like artificial intelligence whose doubling factor, whatever we are measuring, is not constant, but shrinking, which means that the power of AI is on an increasing rate of acceleration. Jolt is the name of the mathematical term where we are talking about the first derivative of acceleration, a varying degree of uh, acceleration. It can be applied for um, acceleration going to zero as well, but we are referring to a jolt here that labels, depicts the situation where we see an increasing acceleration. And that is also the feature of quantum computing and others that we will examine. So thank you very much. Uh, I remind you that if you enjoy this um, kind of interaction, you can send me your questions, suggestions, and you can go to patreon.com slash David Orban to become a, a, a patron, to become a supporter uh, of uh, this show, as well as many others. There are creators of many kinds, artists, um, comics, uh, there are um, people who teach you specific skills. And I love how we have this possibility of connecting and enjoying each other's uh, uh, entertaining company or sharing of knowledge and wisdom. And I'm uh, looking forward to be continuing it with you uh, for a long time. And uh, with that, uh, I thank you and uh, I see you tomorrow at 7 p.m. CT, 11 a.m. PT, 2 p.m. ET. Bye-bye.